0: It's Bill Santos, EMP Oakville. Welcome to our next episode in our uh, job development tips podcasts. Uh, I want to remind you of our uh, website empoakville.com. And uh, if you're interested in sending any questions, maybe an area that you would like us to focus in one of our upcoming podcasts, you can email me at info at empoakville.com. that is info at. E-M-P-O-A-K-V-I-L-L-E dot com. And so on today's podcast, I want to talk to you a little bit about the buying process or sort of the, the mindset that the thinking process that goes through, the employer goes through as they make a decision on whether or not to hire your job seeker. And so that if you're going to be successful in job placement, one of the things you have to understand is that you have to realize that Employers buy uh, based on a sequence of individual decisions, and so the very first thing the employer buys when it comes to making a hiring decision is, well, they have to buy you. So there's a, it's imperative that um, you pay close attention to you know how you portray yourself, how you come across. Uh, what are the first few words that come out of your mouth? How are you dressed when you go to see the employer? Because those first impressions, I mean, they're pretty lasting. It's hard to correct a first impression. Um, but outside of that, when it comes to the actual concepts, if you will, or the idea of hiring someone that is is non-traditional, uh, the employers go through a series of decisions in their head, and the first thing that they have to buy is what we call the concept. And so initially in your first, you know, face-to-face encounter with the employer, and I guess to a certain extent, even in that prospecting contact, uh, what you're trying to do is you're selling a concept to the employer. And so, for example, uh, the employer has to buy an idea before he buys, you know, the organization before he buys the job seeker. And so you know, if, when you're representing individuals that are non-traditional, so for example, if you are bringing forward candidates with a disability, then prior to the employer being ready to answer the question, will you hire my job seeker, the first thing the employer has to buy is the idea that an individual with a disability is actually employable. And so we call that the concept sell. And so uh, you initiate this whole process by selling on the idea that this particular profile of job seeker that you're bringing forward is a viable option to this employer at this particular time, uh, given their particular needs and the industry that they're in. And so they first buy the concept next. Now, they're going to buy what we call the service. And that is what you and your organization bring to the table. And so, for example, if you're successful in selling them on the idea that individuals with disabilities can actually work, the next thing that has to be sold to them is the idea that the services that you and your agency provide can actually get them those individuals. And so they then, after they've bought the idea, they now buy the service that you and your organization deliver. And only after they have bought the idea and the service are they ready to make a decision on whether or not they are going to buy the candidate. And so you begin to see that the decision to do business with your organization happens long before the employer ever is exposed to any one of your job seekers. And so You know, I've had folks say to me all the time, you want to see me make more numbers? Well, then just give me better job seekers. I'm going to tell you, the employer's failure to do business with you has nothing to do with the skill level of the profile or the profile of your job seekers. But it has everything to do with the skill set of the job developer to be able to or not able to to sell them the concept and the service prior to introducing the job seeker into the equation. And so what we suggest is that the concept and the service be sold at a separate meeting than the candidate. You know, it's just you find that it's too many decisions, too many buying decisions to have to make the employer to make at one meeting. You know, you get there, you know, you're selling yourself and then you're saying to the employer, you need to buy the idea that this particular profile of job seeker is actually viable for your organization. And then you have to buy the services that we deliver. And then you have to buy the candidate. And what we believe is just too many buying decisions to happen at the same time. So we suggest that there be a break between the selling of the concept and service and the selling of the job seeker that you at that initial meeting you strive to sell the idea and sell the service that your agency provides and once you got buy-in from the employer on that you can now step forward and sell them on the job seeker at a follow-up meeting so employers make most of their decisions based on the job developer and their presentation before they've seen or heard about the candidate. And so using the candidate or your program as the lead in selling to the employer, before you sell the idea, will just that's just going to generate resistance. Selling the candidate before the employer has bought the job developer as a service provider will also generate resistance. And most resistance to your candidates and your services, interestingly enough, is self-generated. It's often not initially resident in the employer. You see, how one approaches the employer and presents information is the determining factor in the amount of initial and ongoing resistance that the employers will, in fact, experience. And so as a job developer, you control far more of the variables to success than you believe you do. With a sound understanding of your role in managing the decision-making process, matched together with an effective use of skills communication skills you can create a very productive agency employer relationship that's that's the approach that in my assessment uh, yields the highest quality and quantity of jobs particularly for those individuals with significant barriers to employment i hope you found that useful uh remember to visit our website empoakville.com. and uh, like i said if you have any questions or if you'd like to have us concentrate on a particular topic next time in one of our podcasts just email me at info at take care we'll be back in touch real soon